welcome to Season 5, Episode 11, Ketosis, Community and Creative Activism. It's been a little while since I've done a episode all on my own, and I have to say there is a mixture of feelings right now. On the one hand, I'm really excited to be connecting with you to have this moment of heart connection. And on the other, I'm a little bit like, what wild things are going to come out of my mouth today? (laughs) I'm looking out the window um, and the grass is growing phenomenally fast. The weather is coming thick and fast at the moment. We're waiting for a couple of weeks really on and off of rain, which will be great to fill up our water tanks and catch that water for summer. But on the other hand, I'm looking out at the grass and the weeds, which we've only just kind of gotten under control and I'm predicting that in a few weeks time everything is going to be super lush um, and also super overwhelming as spring is in some ways Um, but on the other hand all the blossoms are out it's beautiful all the um, my coriander has gone to seed and broccoli has flowered um And it's just a beautiful time of year, full of like creative possibility and full of ideas, I think. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that soon. But in the meantime, before I get into all of the things that I want to share, I just wanted to let you guys know that Dave and I are running a five-week program called Together. It's a live program. It's kind of like an intimate mastermind experience that we're going to share Uh, All of our wisdom on regenerative relationship, on community building, on collectivism um, that we've garnered through all of our experience, both in the personal development spaces, but also in the social impact spaces. For those of you who don't know, Dave has a master's in peace and conflict and his background is really in um, conflict transformation and bringing people together from communities right up to national levels. He's been involved in peace negotiations in many far-flung places um, and we both have this really strong shared passion for community uh, for for finding ways to come back together to finding ways to come back into um, relationship with each other through the means of coming back into relationship with ourselves and the natural world and I think that right now uh, with all the division happening with uh, the effects of extended lockdowns being felt um that there's never been a better time to do this work um and it's just going to be a beautiful five-week live exploration of community and connection as the central pillars of regeneration and we're so excited so we're starting tuesday the 5th of october um at eight o'clock so you can jump onto the website and find out more details about that and enroll. We'd love to have you as part of that. And if you have a significant other in business or life or um, uh, in parenting or a collaborator and you want to do it together as a means of strengthening your own relationship and collaboration, then there's a, um, a special rate that we're offering for you guys as well as a sliding scale for those experiencing financial hardship. Okay, now on with all of the things that I want to share. I know that I spoke, I've spoken a couple of times this season about um, my mental health and some of the places that uh, I've been uh, following my miscarriage earlier in the year, but also following, I think, a good 18 months of um, of pandemic-related uh, <laughs> just 
composting or grief, should I say. And um, I think that in maybe, I don't know, definitely about three months ago, um, and I released an episode about it, I hit a place where um, the ways that I'd been coping with the grief and with the change and with the stress um, weren't really working for me anymore. It's the time when I shaved off my hair. It's the time when I quit alcohol. Um, And yet still I was experiencing quite a lot of, I guess, physiological symptoms and emotional and mental kind of sensations in the body that I was finding it really hard to be with. Um, And so I think about, I don't know, six weeks ago, I found myself just in a really, in a place I haven't been before in terms of my cognitive capacity. So I really couldn't concentrate on things. I couldn't focus. I couldn't execute things. I was finding it really easy to get overwhelmed. And I've been like to the edges of this day before, but I'd never had such cognitive um, trouble And I was beginning to get scared because for those of you who don't know, um, I've had significant periods of burnout before and my superpower is regeneration, right? Like I've had so many times when my body has hit a point um, and through just uh, being willing to find resourcing and being willing to listen to feedback and being willing to reorient and make hard decisions and and big bold decisions in my life I've been able to regenerate um, with the support of lots of amazing individuals several times after having babies and also after experiencing my big burnout when I was working as an aid worker and so I have a really like good radar for when things are heading in the wrong direction. Um, but I also, you know, live pretty cleanly. Like I don't have super significant amounts of stress, um, because of the way that we've set up our lives. Although I think the last two years has been stressful for everyone. Um, and whether we think we should be or not, our bodies are certainly feeling that. Um, but, I eat predominantly gluten and dairy free. Well, I eat completely gluten and dairy free. Um, and so I, I was taking like fistfuls of supplements. Um, I was trying to meditate. I was doing all the things that have worked previously to pull me out of a rut. Um, but just my cognitive functioning was just declining. I was forgetting things. I was losing things twice in a week. I drove off with a my keep cup on top of my car with um, trying it like twice in a week. Um, just little things like that. I was easily stressed and irritated. Really normal responses, by the way, to to prolonged stress, um, including kind of low level anxiety. But to me, there was something kind of deeper going on and. I was getting swollen glands regularly. I was um, getting uh, like histamine intolerance symptoms. um, And I just had to acknowledge the feedback, right? Like I had to be like, right now, for whatever reason, um, probably hormonally as much as anything, postpartum for my body is pretty has been pretty challenging in the past and having a miscarriage is no different to having a postpartum experience. So uh, for whatever reason, I I had to acknowledge that um, something wasn't working and no amount of like willing myself to be better was working. And so 
I kind of started to sift and sort through the feedback. And for anyone that works with me and anyone that does one-on-one work with me or group work, you will hear me say so often that part of um, the regenerative creation cycle in life and in business and in leadership is really learning how to acknowledge the feedback without making it mean anything that we've done wrong and without making it mean that we're bad, um, which is our kind of our go-to and the reason why we stay doing things that don't feel good anymore, both individually and collectively, because there's this shame that's attached with acknowledging that we're struggling or acknowledging that things aren't going the way we want or acknowledging that like our kids are, are not feeling the thing that we've <laughs> created for them, for example. We can acknowledge feedback without having the answer. We can acknowledge feedback just like the natural world does without needing to necessarily even find a solution there's so much regeneration that can just come from you know acknowledging gosh things feel really hard right now and um i don't know why and i can't figure it out and the things that used to work aren't working for me right now and so um i started to look into um some work around grains because i know that i've always been it was super sensitive to them, particularly my brain. I, like I find I have one of those systems that's easily inflamed in general for a whole lot of reasons. I think partly it's how I'm wired. I also think, you know, I spent so long in wild places getting all sorts of bugs and then taking antibiotics that like my system's just a bit allergic to life. Um, and so I... I intuitively knew that every time my glands would get swollen, it was after I had like a grain heavy meal. And But in my head, I was like, no, because I only ate gluten free grains. And so that's fine for me. I have to acknowledge as I'm sharing this story, I feel so bloody privileged to be having this conversation in this time um, and a little bit embarrassed about it. And also (laughs) I've moved so far away. I used to do wellness coaching and I've moved so far away from giving health advice. So please know that this is not like going to work for everyone. And I'm not saying it as a panacea to anything that's going on for anyone else. I'm just, uh, I guess, explaining my own recent regeneration and, and the result of that as a way of illuminating more the creative regenerative cycles that I go through at least in my life um so yeah my body was just like honestly having meltdowns every time I'd have meals and I was pinpointing it and thinking that it was all these other things but then I was tracking back to when did my body feel the best and it's always felt the best when I've been eating a low-grain diet and if I think about that you know, it makes a lot of sense in terms of, um, I think our carbohydrate, like rich diets, um, have a lot to answer for. And I think that our food systems are really sick. And so it's, uh, only going to be a matter of time, particularly for my body, which seems to be so sensitive that, um, my body is going to reflect the health of the broader system, um, and say that there's just too much of that right now. So I started to look into ketosis, um, not so much the ketogenic diet per se, but um, ketosis as a state of healing inflammation. started to do some research around that, uh, particularly around brain function. And my neighbour is cutting wood, which always happens when I'm recording a podcast. I hope you guys enjoy this, the soothing sounds of the woodcutter next door.
And I cut them out and I started to feel so much better, both in terms of my satiety, so like how satisfied I was, didn't have as many cravings, mood was better, my cognition improved dramatically. Um, and I felt like I had the answer, but of course it's never one thing, right? So I, um, have had little periods of fluctuation within it, but mainly over the last six weeks, I've been able to slowly and steadily cut out a lot of, um, grains and other things that were feeling really inflammatory for my system at the moment for whatever reason, and um, my cognition has improved dramatically and my functioning has improved dramatically. Now, within all of this, I think it's worthy to say, and my whole approach to wellness is not that we do it for an outcome of like having a banging body or um, necessarily even I didn't want to be like a super productive or super effective or be able to take on more like I didn't want to come from a place of comparing myself to how another was functioning and saying well they can do it because there's a certain part of this too that like I've been in kind of a six month hibernation period following the miscarriage and it wasn't about productivity for me it was genuinely about um, showing up for the people I love uh, and also in in and of myself um, feeling like I could access the brain states that I know are really essential for regeneration one of them being uh, collaboration so when I'm in a survival response or when I'm inflamed I find it really hard to collaborate with other beings because that posture in and of itself requires us to be uh, settled requires our nervous system to feel supported and nourished and regenerated right and so I wanted I guess my whole life everything I do is oriented to me being able to embody the things that I believe most uh, and those things are around community and collaboration and around creativity and around being in conversation and around being slow and I know that those things aren't possible for me when my body hits a certain tipping point and so wellness for me is not an end in and of itself it's a oh my god the drill the soaring just keeps going it's like it's never ending <laughs> Wellness for me is a means, not an end. It's a function, it's not a form, it's a process and not an outcome. And I think that we can use it as a means not only to allow ourselves to access these postures and cognitive functions that are really vital, but in doing so, we can also challenge things like our sick food systems, right? Like in making choices for our individual well-being, um, that are not harmful to other beings, other harmful to other people, we can begin to challenge and disrupt the known ways of doing things that are extractive and consumptive and not very good for the well-being of the planet or ourselves. So I think that like when we follow the feedback in our bodies and we start to experiment as much as we can holding it lightly, um, we we can harness our own individual regeneration as a mechanism or a lever to harness change in the collective as well. And that's how I see it.
So anyway, during this period, I'm starting to feel really good and I'm starting to come back to life and my hormones are settling. I got my first um, 30-day cycle um, for five months and I begin to have capacity again. And so I've been feeling all year as though, and I've been saying this to everyone, like this deep longing to be more in community, this deep longing to like have enough money coming through our business that there's also space to uh, do work in our community which has been great like Dave's been doing he's been writing the four-year council plan actually there's this secret that we have which is we've been re-watching Parks and Rec and we always have this argument that like am I going to be Dave's campaign manager one day for mayor or is he going to be mine (laughs) which sounds so ridiculous. Um, but anyway, he's been writing the the plan. Shout out to my Parks and Rex fan, fans. He's been writing the council plan. And um, and so in the midst of this, uh, we're starting to build this community here, which has taken three years, but we're like really gathering momentum now. And I'm feeling much more able to um, hold community loosely, like hold the term community loosely so that when I come to my work online, I feel like I belong in that community. I feel like I'm fostering a community. And then when I do this podcast with you guys, I'm in community. And then equally, when I move outside of my work that is digital, I feel like I belong in community and place and that the two don't feel so divisive and separate anymore. They feel like a continuation. And my hope is that I get to a place where these little projects that I do out in the world um, can nourish and sustain me, not necessarily in financial terms, but in other terms so that um, there's this just this broader sense of wholeness, that there's not this like we've been taught, complete orientation around productivity and work as the, as the, um, uh, like the central pillar of our lives, which it's, it's just, it is not conducive to life, right? When we orient that way, particularly when we're trying to fit the, the beautiful, magnificent beings that we are into one vocation instead of looking at ourselves as, magic beings that have a function to play in an ecosystem and that can play that function in lots of different ways depending on the season and cycle of life we're in so I have this idea that I want to I'm thinking about last year right and I'm thinking last year there was stimulus for small business this year there's been none and this has been going on for a really long time and there must be businesses in our community and households in our community that are just about to fall off the economic cliff and I think we have not even seen the beginning of the economic consequences social consequences and chronic disease consequences of of this pandemic but however I start thinking about that and I'm like oh I really want to do something um but I don't really know what and I would love the thing to be around food because if you had to track all the themes in my life like food and food systems and and health promotion and has been one of them right so I um come up with an idea that we're going to do food boxes but that we're going to buy all the ingredients from local growers and farmers and we're going to get them out to the most vulnerable people in the community via one of the community health organizations so I had this plan in my head one day while I'm like lying next to Nell 
And this is my creative process. It is not everyone's. For most people, you'll be listening to this being like, oh my God, your brain sounds like total chaos. I could not imagine anything worse. But this is how I roll and I'm fine with it. So I hatch this plan. I send off an email one-handed because Nell's lying asleep on me in the, in the other arm. Um, it was before I slammed my car, my thumb in the car door, by the way. So I could talk quickly with my thumb while holding the phone while I had a napping toddler on me. And that project could have lived and died in that email, you know. Um, all it would have taken was for that organization to say we don't have capacity or desire or it's not going to work for us but luckily that day that person that received it was like yep let's do it by that afternoon I'm sitting in the car at the chiropractor um I'm simultaneously talking to one of my friend's mum who um is helping me with banjo the brumby uh, to get him out to another place, another regional town in order to get him broken. And I'm having this other conversation with community health about the food boxes. And the lady says to me, like, how many do you reckon you could do? And I said, well, how many do you need? And she was like, well, we need five tomorrow. I said, we'll start with five tomorrow. And then just out of the blue, I said, oh, well, let's do, I reckon we could do 50 but I'm just, I'm not sure at this point, but 50 sounded like a good number. It's actually a hell of a lot of work as I think back now. As of today, we've done 95 and we've got two more, about 20 more to go. So it really escalated from there. But they said, yes, um, we developed a plan for the last six weeks. Our house has been full of cans and boxes and um I'm just watching my dog, Peppa. She's got the hugest bone and she's looking for a place to bury it. And there's just like, I don't know what she's thinking because it's so huge. I don't know where she's going to go with it. Hopefully not into one of the garden beds. Um, so our, yeah, our kitchen is full of all this stuff. Um, we're driving around every day to pick up stuff from farmers, driving around in the middle of the night to pick up boxes one night I'm driving quite late and it's raining and I'm going to all these people's houses in my local town who have been brilliant to pick up some boxes because we'd run out. Um, and I run, I nearly run over a border collie that's crossing the road. And so I pull over, but the car's full of boxes because I've just packed it full of all these cardboard boxes empty. And so I'm trying to fit this enormous quite old, quite large, quite smelly border collie into the back seat, didn't fit, trying to fit it into to fit him into the car seat, one of the girls' car seats doesn't fit, ends up sitting like basically on my lap and I take him home. And Dave opens the car door and goes, I just don't even want to know um, because of the creative energy that's pouring through me at this stage. Um, it's just all happening, right? It's like you know, I'm one of those people that when I'm on, I'm on. And it's like the force of a thousand suns. And when I'm off, I'm completely off. And I'm like um, doom scrolling and watching reruns of reality TV on my phone. So it's been like an incredible thing though for us. It's connected us with so many different people. It's really reinstilled my passion for um, food security and for supporting local business 
it's connected us um, into conversations that we want to be having locally. And while I'm not a huge believer in um, charity as a sustainable solution and, and really I want to work at the system transformation level, it's been a really tangible way to um, and a rhythm in our family to um, to show others that we're thinking of them, like produce aside. And, you know, we've had freshly baked bread coming from the local produce store. We've had so many businesses, even though they've had incredibly hard years, like donating goods. And it's really, I guess brought me in closer contact with place and community which has been something that I've been really wanting to have and we're now looking at the next phase of the project and what that looks like and how we can support a number of really vulnerable households with subscriptions to um, local food boxes or um, we've got a local dairy up here um, so that there's a bit more sustainability in it Um, but really ultimately it's just one of those things that I wanted to share, not um, to pat myself on the back, but more to say that number one, like capacity comes and goes. And um, I think it's really important to wait until the stars align and there is capacity and desire and motivation. And, and in the meantime, you know, during my six months of hibernation, there's had to be a hell of a lot of reassuring myself that I'm enough um, and that being a mother is wonderful and right on point with my purpose and um so valuable right and number two that I'm a whole lovable being no matter what I do and that no amount of external validation is ever going to satisfy me unless I really intrinsically feel that in myself um and so I think over the years you know I've dabbled in so many different expressions of social activism and I've had so many different seasons and iterations of of it that now what I've come down to is that they're all they're all worthy and they all belong and even the smallest little uh, like hint of social activism resulting in like checking in with a friend via a text message can carry with it the essence of who we really are right and the gifts that we have and so it it really doesn't matter like what we do it still matters most to me about how we're being and um and what we're embodying like on a day-to-day basis the doing stuff just comes as a natural result of being in flow and and regenerating our inner world and asking for help and calling in resources and being in relationship like the doing is the cherry on top of those bigger pillars um and the second thing to say is that like we just can't do things alone um we've got this image this fantasy of the hero like riding in on a white horse and saving people and a most people don't want to be saved they want to have dignity they want to feel like they've got choice and agency um they don't want to be treated any certain way because they're going through a difficult time in their life neither do you right and so we don't need heroes we need a hell of a lot of more people with the courage to live life according to their own very unique constellation of gifts and desires and yearnings and and really in full acknowledgement of the feedback that their bodies are telling them and that um that that our the natural world is showing us you know and I think that that's really at the heart of my work and what I want to do in the world and these little projects um are also just little journeys for me to learn things and and alchemize that wisdom and and turn it into something else um 
and you know as much as it goes against everything we've been taught about activism the most important thing is is that like we're nourished by it and that it mirrors the season and cycle we're in I don't really don't believe that you know it's us or them like it's our needs versus their needs and they're mutually exclusive I think that there is this meeting point where our creative energy and our gifts can meet with a need and that we can reimagine and innovate there and I think what I love working with people on is is making that possible and in the meantime between those seasons when we're regenerating or recouping reminding ourselves that that we're enough and therefore disrupting the um, cycles of consumption and extraction and numbing that come from believing we're not so after that little things started we're tracking along okay starting to get you know some some energy back some momentum back and it's so delicious when you're in it and it so sucks when you fall like this week it's just been a bit hard again <laughs> you know, like I've been a bit confused again and um you get attached to it right you get attached to like feeling good and then the opposite um always comes inevitably um and that that's part of life too it's part of being human but uh in the meantime I don't know how this happens, but me and a couple of friends, one of whom has reintroduced me back into horses and another one who's become my horse wife slash wife wife, um, we have a group chat on Messenger and often share the horses that have come up for sale and we've all got brumbies and anyway, suddenly we're embroiled in this plan to go and rescue some brumbies um, a couple of, like an hour away from where we live and is another project on the horizon and there's that moment of like oh could I really stretch that far and is that going to be possible and you know I was saying to a friend this morning I'm I'm kind of unfortunately that person that jumps and then figures it out when I get there and puts the resources and scaffolding in around me but um so we're, we're driving out to this place to, to rescue these brumbies and they're in really really terrible condition they've been malnourished and they've been um yeah like not not in they're covered in lice they're super skinny and we're getting these horses into the floats and this place is like and i just have no words for it but anyway we get them we're driving home and we're just like what are we doing um but when there's a, a, a capacity and meets with the need, like I said, then um, and there's other people involved, then like there's a lot that's possible. So we're coming up with at the moment a beautiful, a beautiful, beautiful, and I'm so excited to work with this collaborator um, project to help um, us if you want to support um, if you want to support those brumbies and the regeneration and rehabilitation of them. Um, they're already like even just two weeks in they're put on a lot of weight or as slowly as they can just to not make them sick but they've put on weight their coats are coming back um they're following us around and coming back into connection and trust again and it's a beautiful thing to watch um so it's again been a stretch but really rewarding and again it's enabled me to have things to orient to that are not work and not parenting but that are true expressions of um what i most love in the world 
I shared a post earlier in the week that animals have always made more sense to me. I've always been a bit of a clunky, uh, a bit clunky in social situations. And I've always found like I've had to work pretty hard, even though it doesn't look like that from the outside. Like uh, my social anxiety can get the better of me sometimes. And so having these horses has meant that, you know, it just makes sense to me. And it's an antidote to the struggles I have to communicate well in relationship and to stay in relationship when my incessant fear of rejection uh, comes up, comes out to play. So stay tuned and we'll be letting you know like the beautiful thing that you can um, get that will help us rehabilitate these Brumbies. But in the meantime, I just wanted to say such a massive thanks to those of you who contributed to the food boxes and also just for anyone listening. Like, I don't know how many of you listen. I have a rough idea, but like, I just, it really means the world to us. And like, as you follow our little experiments out in the world and follow our own evolution, which is messy and human and all of the things just means the world to us knowing that there are other folks out there looking to seed and teach and embody different ways of being in the world that are more regenerative and are more um connected which is really our greatest hope so thank you thank you i love you all deeply i'd love to connect with you you can find me on instagram where i hang out mostly or just send me an email um, via my website or check out what's coming up um, we've got together and then embodied regeneration is coming shortly there's a couple of mini courses there now the new normal as well as small is beautiful so there's so so much to engage with and we are so grateful you are here until next time my loves stay well bye